I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say born on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I fail to solve an ARG, and Marn tells me what I should have done instead. That's true. Um, And this week, we are talking about vampires again. <laughs> Still talking about vampires. I... I thought that we had gotten out of the vampire zone, but we are still in it with Blood for Trade. Is what? this... A sequel to Tender or a continuation or where does this fall in? So having like read read through all of this, um, it is kind of a spin-off of Tender, I would say. It doesn't really like advance the Tender narrative very much, but it it uses the Tender app and it like involves some of the like side characters from Tender. Is this one of those situations where, like, From Software made Demon Souls and then Sony bought them and was like, now that you're a different studio, technically, you need to make it again, but it can't be the same game. So it's time for you to make Dark Souls, which is technically the same, fr- not the same franchise, even if it's a lot of the same characters and ideas and creators. So, not really. I would kind of call this, like, a very, like, Okay, what it is, honestly, is it's a Christmas special of Tender. Like, that is pretty explicitly what it is. Okay, well, <laughs> it sounds like we're covering this one a little bit early then, but okay, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, but before we delve into the game, are you excited to get into the Christmas spirit by answering some vampire questions? I am. I was going to say, this will be out... Uh, this will be our first December episode, so fine. Perfect. We're getting right in there. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I do want to kick this off. Uh, Ancient Chaos writes in and says, is trading a blood token, one mana, and a card for what card really worth it? Uh, and that's a magic question, and I'm going to tell you right here, uh, I did not really get a chance to play much of the new Innistrad Limited, but I will say blood tokens basically just say, while this is on the field, uh, any card in your hand has cycling one, and I can't imagine that's bad. Um, there are so many times where I would kill to just be able to play a mana to ditch a card and draw another card, so feels like it's good building around it as a theme, maybe not, um... 
Welcome to Andrew Evaluates Magic Cards. <laughs> he hasn't played with Corner. Uh, moving on, another one. Uh, this one comes in from Funi. Uh, Marn, what's your favorite vampire trope? Ooh. Oh, man. That's a good question. I um, I think vampires are pretty dumb as a concept, and that's what I love about it um, in a weird way. So my favorite trope is the fact that they have to be invited inside. I was literally about to say that, yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my least favorite is when they have mind control, because then it goes like one step too far where you just like mind control them to invite you inside, and yeah. that's boring. Uh, I, I want you to have to like mm-hmm, be mm-hmm. tricksy and get invited into a place before you go. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's good like it's good comedy material also. <laughs> you get great things like in uh what we do in the shadows where they're talking to bouncers at clubs uh-huh. and they're like, I need you to explicitly invite me into the club. I can't you can't just say get in there. Like I need you to invite me in. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I think also, I think that's it. I think that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think yeah, being allergic to garlic sucks. Um, any all of the like garlic, uh, not the garlic stuff, all of the vampire stuff that like gets stripped out whenever someone's adapting a vampire story because uh, it's too silly. That's my shit. That's the stuff that I want. Yeah. And then uh, next one, last question. Uh, Crow System sends in and says, have you ever donated blood? And would you be for or against vampires drinking donated blood? So I have not, and I will tell you exactly why. Uh, It's because I have deep veins, and whenever I have to get blood work done, uh, they can never actually find my vein with the needle, and I have no desire to, like, voluntarily go out and do that. I know that's bad, and, like, donating blood is great, and I have friends who donate blood regularly, but I have no desire to go through that experience more than I have to. (laughs) Sure, that's a long process if you're just, like, for a normal person where it's like, I'm gonna go donate blood, let me sit down, they'll insert a needle, they'll draw a little bit out, and then I'll be good to go. But when it's like, yeah, you have to keep, like, getting stabbed and going from there, it's just like oh wild. Yeah, yeah the last two times i had to get blood drawn for medical reasons the nurse was like like stuck the needle in fully in me and was like i can't find your vein and i was like yeah it that happens and so she tried the other arm and was like i can't find your vein and i was like you have to take it through my hand i don't know what to tell you <laughs> like, <laughs> jesus it's just like that <laughs> Uh, I think that's a pretty decent... That's a much better reason than my reason for never having given blood, which is just... uh, I don't know. I haven't done it, but I don't really have a reason to not have done it. Uh, And I should... Yeah, that's me. Uh, Am I for or against vampires drinking donated blood? Um, Probably anti, because God knows there isn't enough donated blood, right? Yeah. Is, Is there... Is it that there's a blood shortage, or is it that, like, blood goes bad kind of quick, so you have to, like, constantly have fresh blood supply? You can't just, like, freeze blood for later. Um, it might be both? I don't know. I guess if you you have to throw away bad blood, then I guess a vampire drinking that sounds fine. But for me, it's like, you're literally stealing food from a sick child if you're a vampire 
eating donated blood unless it's specifically donated for vampires to eat at which place i feel like if you're the person donating blood specifically for vampires instead of for sick people then like you're making the wrong choice so yeah i was gonna say in vampire academy which i've talked about on this podcast before great movie go watch it (laughs) uh the the whole thing with like the vampire boarding schools that like they have a clinic where like humans can go and donate blood specifically to vampires okay if it's a if it's a situation like that that seems fine but at the same time i don't know like i i guess if you yeah if you're donating blood specifically for the purpose of being eaten by all means go for it like uh, it leads down a fun rabbit hole of like, well, is cannibalism fine if people donate an arm for it? <laughs> and it's like, well, let's not get too deep into that question. But um, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there you go. That's kind of is our answer to is it fine for vampires to eat donated <laughs> blood? Um, well, good. Now that we've uh, gotten the important questions out of the way. Uh, what do you say? Oh, do you hear that, Marn? Marn, do you hear that? I hear sleigh bells ringing in the distance. <laughs> um, what do you say we get into the Christmas special of Blood for Trade? Yeah, let's do it. Also, uh, yeah. I think this episode is going to come out after Hanukkah ends, but happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate. Hey, happy Hanukkah. Does that start tonight? Is that right? Am I remembering uh, right? It started last night. So today is the first day last of night. Hanukkah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, I happy am- Hanukkah. Thank you. I'm wearing my Hanukkah sweater. Hell yeah. Uh, let's talk about blo- let's talk about vampires. <laughs> Hell yeah, vampires. Let's do it. So, uh, as you may remember, where we left off with Tender is there was like the big like tech event. Uh, Angela, the the like the person who's like been working to expose that it was a company for vampires, showed up and was like, "Hey, this company's evil." And uh, Malcolm, what's his face, was like, "Sure, yeah, we are," <laughs> and then got attacked by vampires because he wasn't supposed to, like, reveal the masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They tenderly ripped him to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that was kind of where we left off. Um, so Blood for Trade is made by Allison Smith, the same company that made Tender. Um, can I can I admit something uh, to you right now in this safe place, and uh, hopefully the audience doesn't fall for the same um, mistake that I have been under uh, while we recorded the last two episodes? Uh-huh. Uh, for folks not in the know, this is a company called Alice and Smith. Um, it is not a woman named Allison Smith who's putting these games together, which is something that I had thought for two days, or for, for two episodes, so... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I learned the I learned the hard way that that was not the case recently. So, uh, wanted you all to be make sure we're all in the same boat together. There's plenty of room in this boat. Come on in. Yeah. So, Blood for Trade was actually a collaboration between Allison Smith and Paradox Interactive. Um, it, that doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> but <laughs> I like I like to credit the companies that make these. Um, also, 100%. if you. If you go to Allison Smith's website, uh, they have some videos from like the the tender ARG up on there. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'll uh, have... I'll keep a note. I'll put a link in the show notes. 
Yeah, it's just at allisonsmith.com. But their website's cool. They have, like, little reels uh, for some of the args that they've run. Um, it's neat. Okay. Um, Tender ended uh, March 2019. Okay. Uh, March 16th. Uh, and so Blood for Trade did not start until December 2019. Gotcha. Okay. Tender was, like, leading up to the teaser trailer of Bloodlines 2, which was in 2019. Um, in February 2021, um, they announced that they were pushing the release date back. Yeah. Cause they, they changed the studio that was working on it. Uh, yeah. Initially scheduled for release in March, 2020, the game was pushed back in late 2019 to an unspecified 2020 release date and further delayed in late 2020 to an unspecified 2021 release date. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and I got bad news for him about 2021. <laughs> uh, apparently, recently, they've said that they're happy with the progress, but that they need more time before revealing the new release date. Okay. It's one of those. Yep. Okay, so, so this game might come out, but in the meantime, we have Blood for Trade. Yeah, in the meantime, we have Blood for Trade. It is kind of a little bit funny, sad, that they... They put a, a bunch of work into hyping up this game that was supposed to come out in 2020, and yeah. it's not out yet. Yeah, that's a little rough. I mean, I can understand, like, they probably had to push it because of COVID, I would assume. Um, but, yeah, it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit sad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so uh, on December 11th, 2019... Uh, an admin on the Bloodlines 2 Discord server posted uh, a community update with the addition, P.S. We hear there's something going down at bloodfortrade.com. Hmm, suspicious. Huh, okay. <laughs> what a way to drop a trailhead. <laughs> it's to be like, hey, check out this website. It's pretty suspicious. <laughs> Uh, and if you went to that website, uh, let me see if it's still active, because I know the tender ones. Oh, yep. Uh, yeah, so if you go to the website, uh, it says, uh, click to enter, enjoy a tender Christmas story. Uh, and on the side, it says, by participating in this ARG event, you are awarded with 50 blood points to your Bloodlines 2 account. Blood points allow you to unlock a selection of in-game items redeemable in Bloodlines 2 once launched. If you manage to finish this event, you will be rewarded with an additional 200 blood points. In addition to these in-game awards, you will also be able to win physical Bloodlines 2 collectibles. In the spirit of sharing, the more friends you help in this ARG event, the more rewards will be added to the pool. Damn, can't wait until I can redeem all my blood points. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Another, can't wait till two years from now and I can <laughs> redeem my blood points. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, let me send you the link to the website real quick. Um, and then you can click enter and it takes you to a page that initially saw, uh, just had a video of a body bag, uh, an audio and like an audio file of like rain um and a link to an RSVP form. Okay. I can get 5 points by tweeting and facebooking right now. Hey, there you go. Get your blood points. 
Hell yeah. This We're already winning a 10 out of 10 on the replayability scale for this game, because you can go in right now and earn blood points before the Bloodlines 2 release. <laughs> uh, and there was a link to an RSCP form uh, that said, meet me during twitch.tv slash outstar stream session, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. PST. Uh, and there was an audio file that said, you don't know me, but I know you. You're kind. I'm not a kindred soul, but I am in the know. I know about the societies crawling in the cracks. I know what you need. Maybe you're not ready. Maybe you're too squeamish for commerce of this audacity. But the knights favor the bold. I dare you to RSVP. Tell the other sharks. This is going to happen with or without you. The goods are wrapped and ready. I have something you want. You have something I want. This can be mutually beneficial. Think of me as your remora. Okay. Uh, Remora are those like parasite fish that feed on sharks. Yeah, that eat yeah. sharks. Yeah. Well, yeah. not you know they don't eat sharks. You know <laughs> what I mean. Um, and then in one of the like TXT files on the website, uh, they found some suspicious code. Uh, they found like a a block of numbers um that started with SZ forty. Uh, and they realized that it was a reference to the Lorenz machine, which was a World War II encryption method. Uh, and the numbers that followed it descri- uh, described how uh, the machine should be configured uh, for this specific decryption method. Okay. Uh, and they found that the audio file, uh, the name of the audio file in the source code, um, if you passed it through the Lorenz machine... Um, it translated to short version, uh, and if you huh. input and if you input long version into the Lorenz machine, took the translator from there and then typed like slash that like encoded dot mp3, you would get a longer version of the audio. Uh, so basically, the longer version of the audio is like this guy hyping himself up to read the message. It's really funny. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) This is is, this is exciting and terrifying. Like grabbing a shark by the tail. Oh, I hate this. What will they do? (laughs) Okay, okay. I am my own law. It's a guy doing a Joker impression. Yeah. Get ready to hear a lot of this, dude. It's time we make a deal. I've waited long enough. I'm due. I need. Need. No. Fuck. No. Come on. No weakness. No fear. Do not show the predators fear. Societies crawling in the cracks. I know what you need. I know things about you that would make a statue of the Virgin Mary cry tears of blood. No, too much, too much. I am my own law, I 
have my own law. I have my own law. Just know that I know things you don't want out there. Now, that's not a threat. Not really. I'm not stupid. Not a threat, but a promise. That getting rid of me is not worth the hassle and agony, especially when working with me can garner such rewards. He, <laughs> he is dead. He's dead. He's dead. Maybe he overreached, flew too close to the sun. But his clumsy masterpiece lives on, and I control its databases. Some of you know what that means. The rest of you soon will. I have something you want. I'm extending an invitation. Maybe you're curious. I suggest you RSVP. Maybe you want to kill me. In which case, you should still RSVP. And spread the word. Tell the rest of the sharks. I have something you want. You have something I want. This can be mutually beneficial. Think of me as your <laughs> remora. And do be careful. Sun's coming up. Um, and so Outstar is a real Twitch streamer uh, whose Twitter account I looked at to make sure they did, it's not just like a streamer that they made up for this ARG. Uh, she is a real Twitch streamer. Uh, her Twitter is real. Uh, they just like used her as like a bit NPC in this. Because um, they, they, they did use other Twitch streamers to do like dead drops and stuff in, in the original Tender. Um, but so Outstar, the, the Twitch streamer, uh, posted a tweet uh, that said, Busy day, woke up at dawn to prepare everything for tomorrow's stream. Still need to test out Prelude, keep in touch with all the guests, and make sure the charity widget works. Can't wait. And hashtagged it uh, VTM for Vampire the Masquerade. Um, and people noticed that in the picture she posted of her, like, her setup for the stream, uh, it has her phone open to a conversation on Tender. Um, and you can see um, messages on her phone with a user named Remora71. Okay. Um, and the messages say, hee hee hee, that's just a gimmick for my stream. Uh, and then the reply says, I know you like Malcolm knew you. And the reply from Remora says, no one wants me to end up like Malcolm. Know your place. Right. Malcolm being the dude that was ripped apart at the end of Tender. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and during the day of uh, Outstar's Twitch stream, uh, Tress No More posted a new article 
uh, titled Ominous Shadows. Forgot about Trust No More. Welcome back, buddies. <laughs> Our vampire conspiracy friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that article, which I'm pulling up right now, uh, says, Once again, we enter strange days. We are back, but I wish it wasn't under these circumstances. This mailbox has been empty since March 21st. My blood froze when I saw you have one unread messages. An informant identified only as Herman claims to have recorded the soundbite while snooping about a very exclusive party. With a hidden microphone, he went looking for a juicy scandal. As usual, I'll let you draw your own conclusions, but I do not believe this will end well. Uh, and it included a audio file uh, of Outstar and Remora having a conversation um, hmm. saying, uh, so Outstar says, you're ridiculous. None of us want to go down Malcolm's path. Shouldn't even be talking to you. Uh, and Remora says, I'm offering something something different than Malcolm, something more tenable. Um and talks about, like, you'll get to be the one to lead your kind to a whole new level of trade and prosperity. Um, and says that he needs Outstar's help getting the word out to her kindred. Hmm. Uh, and also talks about uh, that he is going through presumably blood withdrawal. So they're both vampires. Right. Okay. I do enjoy that this this arg uh, implied that a real life Twitch streamer was a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> they I, <laughs> am I remembering right that they kind of brought in a different streamer in the last event too to be like an actual in-game character. Um, I don't think so. I know that they like sent out stuff to the streamers. Okay, maybe I'm getting confused with that. They did definitely, like, send them stuff that was, like, imported to the ARG. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I respect I respect a game that's willing to bring... And, and you know, and someone who's willing to play along and say, like, yeah, I will full-on go next and say, like, yeah, I'll act in this thing. And I'll, like, put myself into this, too. I, I respect that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, and so leading up to the Twitch stream, uh, a new quest appeared on Tender... That prompted, uh, tell us a secret. And it was a fill in the blank that said, I believe slash think slash have been told that I slash him slash Angela slash Malcolm slash alt slash outstar did nothing wrong slash made a huge mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, and people start getting emails from Tender. Uh, telling them about the Twitch stream that was going to begin. Okay. Um, and so the Twitch stream was Saturday, December 14th. Uh, during the first break, Outstar got a call on her phone and went off stream. Um, and as she went off stream, uh, the stream turned to a little tender ad uh, telling users to go look at their tender app, which had been updated with a new quest um, with a video and a text prompt. Um, and the video said, as we embark on this journey together, we here at Tender ask that you are honest with yourself throughout this experience. Do you often find yourself feeling wistful? Has your appetite changed as well as your sleep patterns? Are you looking to channel your feelings into something more? 
Art is physical form given to the world of the mind. In every piece we see depicted are greatest emotions such as love, sadness, fear, and anger to broaden your own ability and freshen your mind. It is good to consider how different artists depict similar ideas. The theme is embrace. You are to find each other on your own with a little guidance. To begin, this Greek myth was from the Spanish painter Goya, but he used Roman names. That one's not Saturn devouring his son again, is it? It is. Again. Okay. I, I if you're going to reference a Voya painting, you might as or, yeah, if you're going to reference Voya, you're if you're going to reference Goya, you might as well do Satan devouring his son cuz that painting rules. <laughs> it does. Args love Saturn devouring his son apparently. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we're done making Args, people are going to say the same thing about Kublai Khan. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ, are they going back to that fucking stately pleasure dome? <laughs> um, so if you entered Saturn devouring his son into the uh, the answer box to the quest, uh, it would open up a new quest titled, Why Are You Here? Uh, with a fill-in-the-blanks response page that said, I overcame slash destroyed slash lusted for a balloon slash a bike slash a song with the help of my sorrow slash a lewd poem slash my pain. Real curious about this lewd poem. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so during the second break on the, on the stream, uh, there was a new quest prompt on uh, Tender, which said, Thank you for taking this step with us. Indulging in personal honesty can be quite taxing, but it opens your sleepy mind's eye. Open it. Gain way to the v- vast vocabulary of symbols. Gain way to the library of communal consciousness. Kinship is the need to share experiences, positive and negative. You will find that once you master the shared symbolic language, opening the mind of others becomes easier and easier. It may seem hard to believe, but just think of all the meanings that might lurk and hide beneath a gift. This is very true for Gustav, who is known to create many images of love and intimacy. One of his works is said to be of his love Emily and him locked in symbolic embrace. But none can confirm that this painting is a self-portrait. Can you at least confirm its title? We are art history quizzing on Argonauts tonight, apparently. Yeah, is this uh, Saturn devouring his son again? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's the kiss by uh, why Gustav bother? <laughs> uh, and then there was a third quest during a third break. Uh, which was allow your mind the freedom to join us in an exercise. Close your eyes and gather yourself as we cast you away from the comfort of easy answer and into the mystery and secrets of our origin. The brothers from Genesis who became the inventor and victim of this violent embrace, innovators of love and treachery. It was a day of many firsts. This imagery is captured most famously by the Milanese oil painter Crespi. (laughs) Crespi? Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. I think it's Crespi. But if I'm wrong, then all our Italian fans can email (laughs) and complain about it. This is our backdoor attempt to get in touch with our Italian friends so we can just be like, hey, while we have you, uh, can you help us get involved in uh, Noctan? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I do not know this one. I'm out of of guesses once we're done with Saturn devouring his son. (laughs) Uh, it is the painting Cain Killing Abel. Okay. 
Uh, and then the fourth break's quest was, it can be hard for your body and mind to function properly when you're stressed. Lack of proper diet, exercise, and sleep will only excavate this tension, spiraling into an unhealthy cycle. Tender understands the pressure you are under. Stop. Breathe. Imagine being alone, yet you are not. You are sleeping, but you are not. You cannot move, but nothing is wrong. You are safe in bed, and something is near you. The event horizon weight crushing your lungs does not exist. Remember, this is not real. This is nothing but dreaming. Breathe. Open. Now stop. The year is 1781, and the nightmare is over. Fun. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And the answer to this was uh, a painting called The Nightmare, painted in 1781. Okay, cool. Uh, and then the last quest during the fifth and final break of the stream uh, was stop, breathe, see the exit sign approaching. We are coming to a close for now. Together we've crossed the threshold of many singular emotions, such as fear, desire, anger, and submission. Now relax. Let our hands turn your mind's eye upwards to the ceiling of the stratosphere. Gaze and see, though it is much smaller than you first thought. See our first breath depicted in almost touch. The celestial and the earthly touch. Gross matter awakens to self-awareness as human life. All senses balanced as you breathe for the first time. The light fades. Now you breathe. Forever after, you grope blindly in the dark without balance for that almost touch. Good luck, and consider telling us which embrace you desire for your forever. Huh. Okay. Uh, The answer to that one was the creation of Adam. Uh, and then there was another fill-in-the-blanks follow-up titled, What Should We Do? Uh, and it was, I think slash believe that I should make a trade with slash report you when I make up my mind slash this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did, uh, did, sorry, did you ever play Control? No, I this haven't. Is, so part of Control, spoiler alert for the game, but it's not really, uh-huh. it's like the basic concept. Um, but like you become the, basically you become the director of SCP, um, Mm -hmm. is basically what it is. But as part of this, you have like telepathic communication with the board of directors, um, which from what I can tell is just a giant pyramid that talks to your brain. Oh, fun. Um, But it talks in the same way of like, we're going to tell a sentence, but like, key words in that sentence are split between like a couple different options that could be there. So you're never entirely sure what it's trying to tell you or if it is threatening you or actually happy with you or what it's doing exactly. It's really cool. Nice. But that's that's what I can that's all I think of every time I'm hearing how this thing's talking to us is just like yeah. it's this this split communication that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and then at the end of Outstar's stream, uh, people heard her end of a phone call uh, between her and presumably Remora. Um, and she said, do you really want to do this? Once you have their attention, there's no going back. Uh, all right. Way to weave your own noose. Cool. Um, and then after the stream wrapped up, uh, a message was put up stating that the Blood for Trade website had been updated. Uh, and people went to it, and they found that once you clicked through to enter the site, uh, you got a message that said, we're dreaming of a red Christmas. Uh, and it had five essences on the page, uh, and four of them had dates on which they would unlock. And the first was already unlocked, 
uh, and had an image of a uh, a tender user profile. And there was text at the top that said difficulty medium. Okay, I think that this is what you currently see if you click yes. on. If you if the you go into the website, website, yeah, if you go into the blood for trade website right now, that is what you will see. Except all of the essences have now been unlocked. Well, they're all um, un- unlocked, but you still have to like put in an answer to pass through. It seems like so. Like it seems like yeah. the puzzles are still there. Um, I think that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's a counter. There are two counters at the bottom that say points gathered for the vote total and negotiation attempts total. Okay. Um, points gathered for the vote started around eight thousand. Negotiation attempts started at zero. Um, but had but went up steadily since uh the website was unlocked. Uh, last update just shows when the two former were last updated. I think right now it's blank because the site hasn't been updated in a while. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah, so uh, Essence 01 uh, was difficulty medium, uh, and it had three links that went with it. Uh, a link to a painting called Sewing Fisherman's Wife by Anna Anker. Uh, an image of meat from Wikipedia. Cool. Love that. Oh, it's just literally the image from the page of meat. Um, <laughs> and the Wikipedia page for the 1987 World Series. Okay. Um, And people apparently trial and errored this until they realized that they had to Google search Sewn Meat 1987, <laughs> which led them okay. to a painting. <laughs> um, which led them to oh, not a painting, a a work of modern art called uh, Flesh Dress for an Albino Anorectic. Uh, which is a work of art that is 50 pounds of steak sewn together and hung on a hanger. Is this... I'm going to sound very dumb asking this question. Did Lady Gaga base her dress off of this? I... Is that a thing? Would not be surprised if that was true. Huh. She is mentioned on the on the Wikipedia page here. I'll send okay. you the Wikipedia page. Uh, the controversy section is longer than the description of the uh, of the artwork. But yeah, it is um, it is a dress that is made of steak, uh, hung on a hung on like a a dummy. Hmm. Okay. Neat. Sure. Gross, but neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right so we we found the meat dress and then do we put the name of it into the field yeah so they you had to it's the same as before uh they had to type uh the the name of it into the field um they and they got an audio file as their reward uh and the name could be the name of the audio file could be plugged into the Lorenz cipher that they had gotten way back at the beginning um, and decoded it read, good job. Okay. 
so the audio file was from Ramora, uh, who said, You've passed the first ring to my inner circle, and if I can only convince you not to kill me for one more day, we might just become the very best of friends. If you're listening to this, you've come for the new and improved tender. You might remember the latest disastrous incarnation of our amazing app, the frightful panic of our GDC <laughs> event, the shutdown of our after party, the wild conspiracy stories posted at Trust No More. That was the night that Malcolm Chandler and his moment of perfect triumph was out- was outed by an unlikely enemy. Then the rest of you kindred swooped in and Malcolm was torn apart tooth and claw. I felt that. It felt a little like heartbreak and a lot like satisfaction. And so here we are. Those of us left in Malcolm's bloody chum have to tread water as best as we can. And so I keep moving. If I stop, I drowned. And so tender is now mine and I earned it. The things I did, the things you made me do. Tender 2.0. I have distilled Malcolm's lumbering dream down to its more elegant essence. No more grand plots of mind control. No more allusions to MK Ultra. Nothing so ridiculously <laughs> maniacal. No, nothing but... <laughs> Nothing but metadata taken from others and brewed into sustenance and success for your kind. <laughs> yeah, nothing bad, just regular big text. Yeah. Information theft is a crime that humankind has already casually uh... accepted. <laughs> Even now, your data is being leached by the very device you are engaging me with. Allison Smith, hire me to write your puzzles and your content. This is incredible. I love this. <laughs> So let's begin. You've shown yourself worthy, and so we can trade. I trust you'll enjoy the vintage. I trust you'll enjoy the vintage of your first sample. In return, I require some of your vintage, sealed in an airtight container and shipped to me fresh or without ever seeing sun. That is how transactions will occur. All of you have a choice to make. Will you allow my proposed market to exist? But don't decide yet. This is just the beginning. I have more to show you. To proceed, you'll have to humor a few more of my diversions. Indulge me. The first I made easy, but try and keep up with the rest. And do try and take caution and care. Sun's coming up. I know that this isn't true, but I do want to pretend that this takes place in the same universe as what we do in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to believe there's tech vampires existing alongside the rest of them doing all this. There's just a vampire out there who's trying to create vampire Facebook. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. Um, It's a little hard because vampires don't show up in photos. Yeah. So this is, like, interesting to me because Tender very explicitly was, like, you the players are the humans who are trying to like shut this thing down Uh so like the app can't prey on you but now blood for trade is like no you guys are the vampires yeah please send me a little bit of your blood yeah who are like uncovering this other vampire conspiracy that is like made to benefit you yeah it's a little bit of a shift but i i like it I, yeah, I think it's kind of fun. I I like that they've kind of had it both ways with this. I assume that nobody gets involved with playing Vampire the Masquerade. Is, I know that um, it we, we joked like there's a point in Tender where it's like, oh, this is about vampires. Um, but when did it become obvious that it was about vampires the masquerade colon bloodlines 2 is that was it was it was it the live stream i think so yeah i think like people so what i remember from following it 
is that people guessed pretty early on that it was going to be like a Vampire the Masquerade thing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think people knew explicitly that it was Bloodlines 2 until a little bit later. Okay. I wonder if there's just a... Uh, just kind of a mental shift in the on behalf of the people play or uh, creating the game of like <sighs> this is me speaking to my ignorance of not knowing Vampire the Masquerade, but like I assume you don't play that because you want to role play normal people encountering vampires. Like you want to role play in a system like that because you want to do vampire shit, you know? Um, yeah. So I wonder if they just were kind of like you know let's let's follow that and just say hey let's like. Now that the ARG is separate from just being the announcement of this game, where we kind of have to hide in the shadows about this being about Bloodlines 2, now that the word's out there, what if we just say, let's embrace it and go from the vampire point of view? Yeah. It feels like a pretty logical shift to me. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, it's cool. All good. Um, I... Also think that it would have been fun to kind of do like a faction thing and have some players be the like vampires and some be the humans. I think that'd be neat, but I think if you have to if you have to focus on one, I think it's way more fun to focus on the vamps. Yeah, I agree. I I would love to play an ARG that's like you're a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I I think there's, I don't know, I most args, like, have some amount of buy-in that you have to do, but I think when it's, like, something as exciting as, like, you're secretly a vampire, like, you're not asking a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a whole lot. I think that, like, I remember we kind of talked about, like, batted back and forth about, like, doing some stuff for Pepsi Navy exposed where people were like on the Pepsi Navy side of things. Mm-hmm. And I know that we kind of chose not to do that just because we wanted to say like, actually we don't think people will want to role play as like crewmen in Pepsi as much yeah. as they want to be like the people that are anti Pepsi. And I think that we were right to realize that. Um, but I think that like, yeah, when it's vampires, it's just like, yeah, I'll <laughs> pretend to be a vampire for, an online thing. Yeah, I don't exactly. I don't really want to hang out with the people that get a little too deep into that, but like the people that are w- willing to meet this where it is and say like hell yeah, we're vampires. Let's let's unlock this thing. I'm into that. Well, and also crucially like Vampire the Masquerade is a role-playing game where you pretend to be a vampire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like I I feel like there's a pretty good chance like if people were playing this arg they were already bought into that at some level. <laughs> that you know what you got me there. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, any buy-in issues are inherent to the game, so they're just like, yeah, we know what we're dealing with here. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I like I I like that people got to be vampires in this. Yeah. Yeah. So, Marn, tell me what happened next. <laughs> my my vampire voice is very Italian. It's yeah. It we I we ran into this on uh, on champs when we tried to do like a Halloween champs and everybody did vampire <laughs> accents. Every single person sounded like they were just doing a bad Mario impression. <laughs> <laughs> 
Marn, it's a Chris Pratt. Tell me about the, the vampire game. It's a me. Oh, God. We're going to make an Italian vampire arg. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do an Italian vampire because they are allergic to garlic. Oh, fuck. Nana's going to oh, kick yeah. him out of the house. <laughs> There's definitely a TikTok that has that as like the promise of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it. Oh, my God. Um. So, uh, shortly after the second Essence unlocked on December 15th, uh, clue two of Essence One was updated to instead link to Four Stones Vegetarian, a vegetarian restaurant in British Columbia. <laughs> this was later. This the game detectives wiki says was later confirmed to be a mistake. This clue was intended to be an additional clue for O2 rather than a change to O1. And shortly before the solving of Essence Two, clue two was reverted back to the image of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. So on December 5th, uh, Essence 2 went up. Uh, and there were three clues. Uh, one was a link to an article that was titled All About the Art and Science of Stone Carving. Um, the other was a link to the address of Four Stones Restro Bar. And the third was the IMDb page for a series of short films called Follow Four. Um, and the end of the URL uh, also contained a link to a YouTube video uh, to the song Welcome to Japan. Okay. Um, and about 15 hours later, according to the wiki, uh, people found that searching for Stone 4 2016 uh, led them to an art piece called Laughing Stone 4. Uh by a Japanese artist. Um, and it was found that Laughing Stone 4 was the key to unlock the next audio file. Oh, I hate this. Marn, have you seen Laughing Stone 4? I just opened it. Yeah, it's pretty good. This is a beautiful <laughs> rock with a zipped up, half unzipped photorealistic human mouth in the middle of this. I hate this. <laughs> okay. Ugh. So this energy, um, they just found an art student when we're just like, go nuts. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um. So yeah, so the, they got their next audio file. Uh, the name when plugged into the Lorenz cipher was uh, a YouTube video for Never Let Me Down Again by Depeche Mode. Uh, the audio file itself uh, was Ramora uh, telling a story about Malcolm. Uh, he said, uh, I'm rather fond of this laughing stone piece. It reminds me of the second time Malcolm fed me his blood. I resisted. Malcolm did not appreciate art except as a sort of trophy of affluence. At night, he met with one of his peers from the old knight society. She waxed on and on about art. He cut her off and she was insulted. Malcolm, you see, did not re recognize the danger of being disliked by all of one's peers. That not sounds like a lot of people I work with in tech. <laughs> not until it literally jumped up and bit him. So it was... <laughs> So he was already in a foul mood when he commanded me forward for the feeding. I pulled away. Malcolm grabbed me by the back.
back of my head and pressed my mouth to his flesh so forcefully he broke my jaw, ground the bones. His skin was like marble. My jaw never healed quite properly. No matter how many times I break and re-break and reset it, it never heals properly. Jesus. Uh, and he says, um, Kindred from 2073 different cities have contacted me so far. I'm always astounded by Tender's global reach. Out of 4,297 RSVPs, 963 Kindred confirmed they will bring blood. I was not disappointed. And 56% prefer Lust as their favorite scent. I will see what I can find for you. Now keep going. I'll make it worth your while. Hell Yeah. Yeah, um, and then the same day, but later in the day, uh, Essence 3 uh, unlocked. Um, it didn't have a difficulty listed at first, uh, but it was later updated with the difficulty Calm Before the Storm. Okay. Uh, the first clue uh, for Essence 3 was the website for the Art Institute of Chicago. Uh, the second clue was a audio file of the Bible passage Isaiah fifty four fourteen, um, and the third clue was the IMDb page for the TV series The Following, um, and the end of the URL had a hidden YouTube link to a, uh, a trailer for the movie Tremors, um, and Tremors and The Following both star Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, yeah, um, and people found that googling Bacon Art nineteen fifty four. Uh, led to uh, Francis Bacon's piece, Figure with Meat. I'm going to say, that's probably the best you can do if you Google bacon art. Yeah. Oh, this is a bad one. This Is, is this not, a bad one? This is not a, a great painting. Oh, this is a bad one. It's, yeah. Francis. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be like nice to look at because uh, Frog Fractions Two used uh, the the Francis Bacon uh, like Pope painting. Yeah, that's why this for... looks familiar. Okay. Yeah, uh, and I I still don't like to look at that one. That that one's still kind of freaky to me. <sighs> Francis. Okay. I gotta yeah. stop looking up the art used in this ARG. <laughs> Uh, and so, once they entered Figure With Meat, uh, they got a MP3 file uh, that decoded was named Just Keep Swimming. Uh, it was from Remora again, saying that he had to change his place of residence uh, because someone was in his building who no one could see, but who showed up in the security cameras. Uh, he said... Playing back the footage, I caught a glimpse of the face. It looked like a charcoal drawing of a face that had been left out in the rain. Huh. Scary. Yeah, okay. Um. And he says, if Tender is, is to continue along with all the benefits it has to offer you, many of you are playing ball. Or uh, he says, there are things I need to be protected from if Tender is to continue along with all the benefits it has to offer you. Many of you are playing ball. The transactions are flowing. In fact, I'm about to open the latest payment. I've added something for you on Tender, a small token of gratitude. The answer you are looking for is regnant. Keep at it and be careful. Uh, and people found that a new quest had been added to Tender. 
uh, said, we here at Tender hope you are enjoying your journey. Your continued progression is important for us. Your essence is our essence. In order to discover your real self, continue to explore your feelings. Question yourselves about the nature of anger and greed. How far would you go to satisfy your need? What would be a motivating enough factor to push you down a dark rabbit hole? A new dawn approaches. The key is a word. The word will be given to you. You will know when you have it. This key will reap the rewards you so desire. But some time may pass before the transaction is acknowledged fully. Um, and they you they just had to enter in the password regnant that they had been given by Remora, and that completed the quest. That's probably fine. Yeah. Huh. Cool. So, Essence 4 unlocked the same night with a difficulty of hard. Okay. Uh, clue 1 was uh, the IMDb page for the movie Bruce Almighty, but there was a hidden YouTube URL at the end of that URL uh, that sent people to a video of Florence, Italy. Uh, okay. Clue 2 was a list of 19th century painters. Uh, and Clue 3... Uh, was the Wikipedia page for l'art pompier, which is a French term uh, for official academic art paintings, especially historical or allegorial ones. Okay. Um, and people found uh, that one specific painter uh was on both the list of painters and on the page for uh. L'Art Pompier, uh, and they entered in uh, the title of one of his paintings, Dante and Virgil in Hell. Uh, and it didn't completely solve the puzzle, but they got an audio file uh, that said, This time there is a second layer. I may help you a little, but you must delve much deeper into the abyss of my fantasy. I'm very fond of this geeky fellow whose name rings like music to my ears. Huh. Um... No one jumps out to me. Thought that maybe they were looking for an opera. Um, okay. Because uh, one of... So the, the title of the painting uh, that they put in, Dante and Virgil in Hell, is... Um, has... Depicts a... Hold up. I'm I'm doing some furious art history googling right now. <laughs> All good. Uh Yeah, so it de- it depicts a character from the Divine Comedy who had had a opera later written about him. Hmm. Okay. Um and so, putting in the name of that character got uh, the response. Got an audio response that said, "I have faith in you." Um, and they put in the name of an aria from that opera, and they got a different response that said, "That's so very close." Um, and so, finally, they were able to put in the name of another character. Uh, from the opera who had been played by an actress named Florence um, in like the original mm. premiere cast of the of the opera and that unlocked a response that said uh, thank you for indulging in my little escapade I may have gotten 
Uh, you're not there yet. I may have gotten sidetracked by some feelings, regrets. I know that might resonate with some of you, might boil the cauldron of your heart. But for a very particular kind of customer, I should like to reference a very per- particular product I am offering. Coffee extract, natural sleeping pills, and some very specific smelling salts. Um, and so people started trying. This, this is cool. Yeah, this is they, very cool. They, they're making a puzzle that has... These aren't the right answers, but they are answers that are furthering yeah. the plot. Like, furthering it to go on fur- to further. That's a very dumb sentence I just said. But um, this is cool. Yeah, no, I was... I was uh I was reading this earlier and getting excited cuz like I've seen people do like file mazes like this with just like website indexes but never with audio files. Yeah, cuz you have to have all this set up and ready to go beforehand to like Uh-huh. This is very clever. Yeah, this is very cool. I like this a lot. Um and so yeah, so people started putting in sleep supplements cuz he match- he mentions natural sleeping pills. Sure. Um and most of those got a uh, got the clip keep working, um, sleep, thin blood, and elixir uh, all went to the I have faith in you clip. Uh, human blood and adrenaline went to keep working. Um, it was found that uh, cooking, homebrew, the craft, and match and mashup led to that's so very close. Um, Entering insomnia got no. Uh, entering ammonia led to a different clip of no. <laughs> and they found that there were actually three distinct audio clips of of Remora saying no. <laughs> there was like calm no, uh, sigh and no, and then annoyed no. <laughs> Hell yes. Good job. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Uh, and then someone found this, that you could enter... This is the uh, first time in a long time that I've wanted to just, like, hang up this call and go start writing a new ARG puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, um, good job. Allison Smith, think, hire me. This is great. I think you could still, like, go on the website and, like, type these in and get the audio file responses, too. Like, I'm pretty sure it's all still there. Hell yeah. Um. And then, so someone found out that if you entered Thin Blood Alchemy, uh, you got the response, a couple more minutes and you might just succeed. Uh, And from there, people worked out that uh, Hertzhorn, Caffeine, and Melatonin were all potential ingredients in uh, Vampire the Masquerade, like the the actual role-playing game um, in the 5th edition. Uh, they were all ingredients for Thin Blood Alchemy's Awaken the Sleeper power. Um, and Good entering God. in Awaken the Sleeper uh, got them an audio log uh, that the title was The End is Nigh. Um, this is all and... so cool. I know. It's so cool. Um and this was another audio log from Remora saying that he wanted to talk to the Duskborn and Thinbloods. Um, and he said, I know something about your blood alchemy. I know you require blood of a powerful and specific emotional resonance. 
Just the sort of thing that Tender's algorithms are perfect for finding and cultivating. You, more than any other group, could benefit most from Tender. I also know you require other lard and esoteric ingredients. I'm looking to expand Tender from a tool of societal connection to also include the delivery of physical items. Imagine any arcane ingredient you require at a moment's notice. The others might look down on you, but to me, you are a new and exciting market. You are a future just waiting to be actualized. <laughs> this is what if Facebook could become the metaverse. Yeah. I mean, also this guy DoorDash. Is in- yeah, I was going to say, this guy is inventing DoorDash for vampire yeah. wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, there's got to be... If vampires were real, there would be a market for, like, DoorDash that doesn't close at 10 p.m. Like, I know that DoorDash works past 10 p.m., but, like, a secret vampire app that's like, yeah, you want to order, like, delivery at 2 a.m. when the night is young, like, when the night is happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here you go. Here's your other society's apps, because, like, no one posts on on Twitter at, like, 3 a.m. You've been up... You know, the insomnia, no one's posting. There's no more content. It sucks. You gotta have vampire Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. This is a whole new market. <laughs> We're gonna be rich. Yeah. You know, social social media for vampires. Social media for vampires. Exactly. Yeah. Sharks, I'd like to pitch you on my new idea. You can have ownership. <laughs> vampire shark tank at least three of you already look like vampires so this shouldn't be a hard sell <laughs> oh boy i mean that's basically what this guy is doing uh-huh. <laughs> he is doing vampire shark tank <laughs> so yeah so essence five went up i believe the next day uh, and it was called something to, or no, a new tender quest went up the next day. Ooh. Uh, called something to cherish. Uh, and it had an audio file that said, we here at Tender, thank you for going on this journey. You are open to change. You are open to our gifts. You are open to excellence. You are what we want. We want to take you even further. Are you ready? Close your eyes and visualize. Follow my voice. Visualize a pearl. See its perfect opalescence. Feel its soothing, smooth surface. The pearl forms around the irritant. The pearl cannot form without the irritant. Tribulation excites potential. Remove the irritant and you remove your ultimate potential. Let us in. You are so close. Let us in. Do not remove the grain of sand. Let us in. Do not remove the irritant. Together we can form the pearl of actualization. The answer is not here. You will know the answer at the proper time. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not... I feel like this is the audio equivalent of like... Those memes that are like, come here, I am a normal ex. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where it's like the, yeah, like it says like, I'm a normal, I'm a normal mammal, I won't bite your face off. And it's a picture of a yeah. honey badger. But under it, it's just like, I'm going to rip out all of your insides. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just like hidden behind the other meme text. Yeah, I know, what you, I know, I know what you're talking about. I always think of, I made one, that's the... The Action Park water slide. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That, like... <laughs> that's, 
decapitated like, a bunch of people or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, come here. I have a normal water slide. And underneath, it's like, I'm going to hurt you so bad. I am going to remove your teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that has the teeth embedded in it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, it like uh-huh. scrapes people now because it's got teeth in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd, the the loop de loop water slide. Well, I, yeah, I had managed to forget about that. Thank you, Marn. <laughs> Every picture of that water slide looks haunted as fuck. That's a real life SCP. It literally it is. <sighs> I don't think it exists anywhere. I'm pretty sure they got rid of it. But like every single picture of it, like it has like menacing energy it's, radiating off it's of it. Buried in the oldest house. <laughs> um yeah so anyway that's that's the energy i'm getting from this this tender message um and so people are like all right so it says that we won't know the answer uh until the proper time so we're probably gonna have to do some bullshit first um and then essence five unlocked uh like 10 minutes later Uh, And the first clue was an audio file from Remora, who said, Good evening to all of you sharks. Do you feel that? We are at the precipice. (laughs) I forgot that he was called Remora, which is the thing on the underside of sharks. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I thought I was funny, but it turns out it's just reality the whole time. (laughs) Vampire shark tank, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my business depends on your niche patronage, so we have a decision to make. You have 24 hours to vote and decide it all. You have been admirably diligent, gathering over 15,000 points for the final vote. And so Tender will reach out to you with a survey. Consider all that you've seen, cast your vote, and good luck. Um, Clue two was uh, an image of the chemist and inventor who formulated periodic law. Uh, and Mendeleev? Clue- yes, it was okay. Mendeleev. Uh, and clue three was uh, the survey from Tender, uh, which was a mix of in and out of character questions, uh, which were, did you enjoy the small experiment so far? How are you feeling right now? Would you, re- would you recommend this heightened reality to a friend? What is your tender username? You've collected 15,000 vote points by sharing content. As a direct result, you have unlocked the following options. Please answer carefully. Do you accept the offer to trade through this new service? What do you think about a specific fish? A. It should be allowed to swim freely. B. It's fine as long as it stops wagging its fins so publicly. C. It should hide in a hole to avoid being eaten by a shark. Hmm. Okay. Will you use Tender for all of your dining needs? <laughs> what is your comfortable commitment level towards Tender? What would you like to see in future Tender updates? Some of our quests on Tender may be challenging. How is the overall difficulty level? Do you have any messages you want to leave our Tender development team? So this is... A, um, this is very directly just like a tech team from a dating service splitting off and using some of their code ideas after one startup failed in order to yeah. in order to boot up and make like here's a restaurant app that delivers uh mm-hmm. and if there's something I, I there's nothing more tech than that um so a that's very funny b this is kind of neat just being able to reach out and say like hey 
What did you think of the puzzles in this game? Uh, also, yeah, how should it end? Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah. it's neat. I, I like this. Yeah. Um. And so people, people did the survey. Uh, they also started putting in uh, potential answers to the Mendel of uh, Clue. Uh, they found that many individual elements to the periodic table gave the voice response of simply no. Um, but when you entered uranium, you got an audio clip that said, yes, good. Um, and people started uh, entering clues related to... Uh, like nuclear weapons and like nuclear events. Mm, okay. Um, people people found that entering Nagasaki got yes good, um, and then entering Manhattan Project got a unique response uh, that said your nerves remain steady, figuring out how to operate in the dark. Before we take this further, a quick nod to all of you veteran tender mem- members out there. Um, and then he spelled out the. Uh, the URL of a paste bin in a military alphabet. Oh, neat. Okay. And that paste bin had two additional clues. Uh, one was the IMDb page for Jaws. And okay. a, or no, it was an IMDb page for the filmmaker John Singleton and the trailer for Jaws. Okay. I, I like their hiding stuff in urls because mm-hmm. that's a pretty easy thing to do but i don't know that i've ever really seen it before and i never would have considered or thought even do that i i like that a lot yeah i agree um and the uh clue five was a google image search for francisco water and the url uh had additional hint equals too much water help need air hmm uh, and people were able to use the keywords of John Singleton and a shark and uh, turn up one of my favorite paintings, actually, uh, Watson and the Shark by John Singleton Copley. Oh, yeah? Let me see. <clears throat> <laughs> Yo, this is a cool painting. So this painting was commissioned by the guy who is depicted as being in the water uh, in this painting. Uh, he lost <laughs> his yes. leg to... He lost his leg to a shark when he was a cabin boy uh, on on the Royal Consort, which is a ship. Uh, and then he commissioned a painting of it uh, because he went on to become the Lord Mayor of London. Hell yes. <laughs> Please paint me a painting of myself getting attacked by a shark. Just yeah, as like a was... final act of dominance over the shark that took my legs. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yes. I <laughs> love this dude. Because he was friends with uh with the painter, and so he there's actually three versions of this painting. because uh, he, he commissioned uh him to do it and the uh and the painter, uh John Singleton Copley, did like three different versions of it, which are all in different museums now. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's really cool. Um yeah, we talked we talked about this painting in in the Moby Dick class I took in college, and I thought it was super cool. It's just a great painting. Yeah, <laughs> just like incredible to become the Lord Mayor of London and be like, I would like a painting of the time that a, that a shark took my leg. I need a painting to specifically dunk on a shark, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> fuck that shark in particular um 
So yeah, so they found uh, this shark uh, and this shark painting, uh, and entering Watson and the shark got a unique audio response uh, that said, ah, Watson and the shark, I'm rather fond of this one. A perfect moment of horror, frozen and captured, and yet when I look upon it, all I see is hope. A boy is brutally savaged by a shark, yet he escapes the bloody waters and lives on to become the Lord Mayor of London. I look at this painting and I feel like I just might be able to pull this whole thing off. I can do anything. The sun beams down upon me. Hell yeah. You go, Ramora. Kill a shark, I guess, buddy. Real girl boss energy coming from Ramora. Um, and following clue five, uh, doing a Google image search for Francisco drowning led people to the Goya painting Drowned Dog. It's a lot less fun. Yeah, I thought, well, I thought it was going to be scary. It's really not. It's just a doggy. Oh. Uh, and entering Drowned Dog got them the next audio log, uh, that said the Drowning Dog brute beast at the mercy of its master it struggles in vain against the cold uncaring waters often i feel that i cannot pull this off i can't survive this the stars are aligned the deck is stacked losing is inevitable the moon glowers down at me the mathematical probability of success is ludicrous against the powers arrayed the powers arrayed against me you're all against me i just want to be heard my proposal wait my proposal weighs on its own fucking merits i want to be humored my offered libations valued i want your indulgence um, and then people were able to use the two audio logs as their clues, and they searched uh, Fortune Indulgence, which led them to the Wikipedia page for Fortuna, uh, where they found that Fortuna Obsequians was the Fortune of Indulgence, uh, and that got their next response, uh, which is an audio log from Armora saying, I still think about her often. Two things I want to say about that. One, it wasn't my fault. Malcolm fed me three times, and then it was like I could hear the voice of God surging in my veins telling me what to do. You all might judge me, burn me at the stake, but I only did what the God voice of Malcolm's blood commanded. Persecution complex? Perhaps. Two, I remember when Malcolm used me to persecute another. I helped him crush her, but impossibly she persevered. She worked against Malcolm, becoming a very paragon of a detective. She would have done the first of her kind proud, someone of grace buried in the land of Chicago, at least according to the diary of a very intrepid kindred, one that Malcolm was fond of reading before he died for the last time. Um, hmm. this audio log confirmed to people that Ramora was actually Job Preston, who was Malcolm's, like, former right-hand man. Okay, cool. Who, uh, we, I think we touched on briefly in Tender in that they mentioned that he had, like, gone missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, having this, I mean, having it be his right-hand man checks out for just, like, how much this guy has been invested through Malcolm's stuff and the fact that like Malcolm sired him. So that checks out. Yeah. Um, and people tried to figure out who Ramora was talking about. Um, and, uh, entering Angela got the response. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you still out there? Uh, entering Outstar got Outstar made this all possible. I'd like to think she's rooting for me. Still. I'm wary of her fangs. Um, and people used um, the clues about 
the the first of her kind, someone of grace buried in the land of Chicago, um, and the kindred diary that he had mentioned, uh, which I think is just like straight up in the first Vampire the Masquerade game. Yeah, it's in it's a source book for one of the uh, Vampire the Masquerade uh, games uh, okay. that mentions. Kate Warren, who is the first female private detective in the United States. Yeah, that's the um, uh, the Pinkerton they're making an Emily Blunt show out of, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yep. Uh, so, so entering Kate Warren uh, got a response that said, yes, you know the half of it. To me, she represents the wisdom and strategy of Athena, the judicious use of gathered intelligence. I hope someone will review my situation and step forward to cast the deciding vote to save me. Someone to lead us all into a more enlightened way of doing things. Um, and the last thing that we had to uh, enter to get the final audio log was Orestes, who is saved by Athena during a trial. Hmm. Uh, which got them the final audio log that said, uh, I hear you murmuring out there. The night has a thousand tongues, kindred, young and old, deciding what to do, what to do. First off, let me thank you for your time and participation. Thank you for the data you've helped me gather. Data I could put to use for the both of us. I hope in the course of my diversions, you caught at least a hint of what Tender and I might do for you. I wanted to know if enough of it... I wanted to know if enough of you could resist the inertia of eternity so that you might see a whole new way of doing things. You've proved to me that you can. Kindred from 2,608 cities have taken part in tender. I know my time might be short. I know you are all circling. I sense it in every rat in my wall, every bird pecking out my window, every blank-eyed dupe walking past my door. I see it in empty spaces that seem to overflow with nothingness. You all live in a society (laughs) of monolithic hierarchies. I know. (laughs) But tonight, those of you on lower rungs have an equal voice. In this, at the very least, your voice, your vote, your input could decide everything does my market live does it die consider what would happen if i was rudely yanked out from under this towering pile of secrets i wish you all a very merry holiday as always i am your remora i may be many things but i am a man of my word i told you this would be worth your while a reward is waiting for you on tender from me to you i offer you this code I wish you ravenous revelry on this the longest night of the year. It will be quite some time before the sun comes up. Um, And with that, uh, people found that the answer to the tender quest was winter solstice. Cool. And that gave people a bunch of blood points that they could use to unlock stuff in bloodlines too. And that was the end of the arc, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, very um, excited well, to spend those points in, in, in Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Yeah, there was one additional thing. Um, on December 20th, uh, people found that Trust No More had updated uh, with a article called First Light Document, uh, but it was password protected. Um, and people were able to unlock it by knowing that uh, First Light in Vampire the Masquerade is an agency of uh, secret service hunters um, dedicated to keeping their activities completely hidden. Um, And they don't refer to vampires as vampires. They call them blank bodies. Um, Hmm. And once blank bodies was entered as the password, the article unlocked for everyone. Okay. 
Um, and the article starts with uh, classification, a top secret first light from whisper division to first light general distribution distribution tracking bloodfortrade.com um and it is a transcript of two vampires talking about remora um and you can it so one of the sides of the conversation is just listed as distorted voice uh but the the one that is uh audible i guess in the in the transcript says uh entertaining sure but i don't like it precisely why hasn't anyone stopped him that's what i'm saying a regnant bereft ghoul teasing and taunting on the internet pawing us with this ludicrous market and during these times london vienna fully toothed wealths are getting dusted for less so i ask again why hasn't anyone stopped him or he has support, a shadow patron. Maybe he knows about it, maybe he doesn't, but I think someone is protecting him. Ever watch footage of aquatic predators circling? The pattern breaks and they flit away when something bigger comes along. So what is the rest of us sub- subconsciously shying away from this ghoul and giving him a wide berth? That's a thought to keep you up during the day. <laughs> and that, I mean, that checks out metaphorically because this is, he's not a shark, he's a remora. He sits on the shark, so... What's he attached to? Yeah. Cool. And that's that's Blood for Trade, baby. I like Blood for Trade more than I liked Tender. Shockingly, yes. This this has been very cool. I mean, I liked Tender, but this I like the audio puzzles of this. This is very neat and unique, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, this is really cool. I wonder if it's I wonder if it might get picked up when we get a uh, an actual release date for Bloodlines 2 again, if we get I one. Because it sounds like they're, yeah. they're working on it still, but... I was thinking that, and I, I was also thinking when I looked up, like, the actual, like, thing for Bloodlines 2, I'm surprised they haven't done more ARG stuff to kind of fill in the gap. Yeah, I can... I can... If I had to guess from, like a business game development side of things, I can bet that uh, the studio might just be like, you know what? We don't know exactly when this is coming out. We have our, you know, we have our marketing budget when we have it. We'll just come back at E3 or whatever when we're ready to like start going again, rather than keeping a continued, a continued build for it. We might as well just like chill for now and then come back when we know what's actually up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested if, if, like, once they announce, like, an actual release date, they, they pick this back up, or they do, like, another kind of, like, small self-contained thing. Yeah, this doesn't, it's not, um, the ending of this is pretty open-ended, even before, even before the, like, Marvel post credit scene, where they're just like, maybe there's a Thanos. But, like, even without that, it's a pretty open-ended ARG, to where it feels like you could come back to it at any time and just say like here's what happens six months later with this app and the blood for trade now that it's like really kicked up um i think that's interesting and yeah i'm curious if we might get back to this someday yeah i'm also not as mad as them leaving it open-ended as i was with tender like with original <laughs> tender like i feel like i feel like okay with this yeah there's there's a difference between like open-ended and like detached or cut off at the end, you know? Uh-huh. And and yeah. this feels that in the good way. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 
Well, hell yeah, I know that we're talking about it vaguely, but uh, if we want to get into rating it, um, more specifically, what do you think about the story for this one? How do you feel about Blood for Trade and our art patron vampire? I like this one. I would, I mean, it's, so it's not, like, incredibly fleshed out, so I would probably give it, like, an 8 or a 9 instead of, like, a full 10, but Mm -hmm. I, I do like this one a lot. I, this one, it's a pretty simple plot and there's not much that happens in like events that happen behind the scenes but it mm-hmm. it it reveals just like a little character work well and like revealing yeah. more about a universe and more about what's going on with an app and i think all of that works really well for a story of this one even if it's it's a small plot but it's very well done you know yeah like i said it's a very special christmas episode <laughs> of tender <laughs> Yeah, and uh, those are always hit or miss, but this one's a real hit. I like this one. Yeah, I like it. Someone make a Hanukkah arg, please. (laughs) (laughs) I would like one. We've we've now talked about two Christmas args and no Hanukkah ones. Would (laughs) can I (laughs) can I commission someone? (laughs) (laughs) Does that have like a specific big puzzle for each of the eight days? Oh shit! Yeah, see, there's so much cool stuff that you can do with Hanukkah because it's like the the eight day time limit. Yeah, and like it doesn't doesn't even have to be like we drop these one a day though. That could be cool, but like yeah. Tm 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 tm. No one steal this. Martin and I are doing the Hanukkah <laughs> ARG next year. Absolutely. Tm 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 tm. Copyright copyright. No fair use. All copyright intended. Um... But if someone else wants to do it, I'll pay you. Yeah, also, if someone else wants to do it, we'll play it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very bad business model we're in right now, Martin. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think of the puzzles in this one? Oh, I like this. Full 10. I I love these more than I like codes and cracking and stuff like that. I love the riddles of this one. Um, Yes. This does riddles and like... Figuring out what you need from each one to figure out what to find. And then, but it also has what I like a lot, which is um, eventually you kind of realize that, like, we're always looking for a painting. We're always trying to find art. We're always trying to figure out where this fits into the the characteristics of this guy's a pretentious art douche of a uh-huh. vampire. So what did he make his passcode here? Oh, it's a rock with a mouth on it. Great. Okay. <laughs> that fits into what this guy likes. Um, I think they're really well tied into the story and they do a very good job of having like neat riddles that go throughout all this where you have to s- figure out what you're even trying to find from stuff. I like that a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the audio puzzles in particular are really cool. They're like, I was reading it and like getting excited about like the idea of potentially like implementing these as mm-hmm. as like a puzzle model. Yeah, I love having yeah, your 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 quest kicks off in the normal spot, but then it takes a a, a turn partway through when you find a audio log and then you have to figure out using that as your puzzle base and I think that's all really cool. Yeah, I love that they recorded so many like specific audio clips for like different responses too. I think that's really funny and and just neat it it has the same energy of like when you play a video game and you do something weirdly specific and the uh-huh. game is accounted for it, it yeah and you're just like oh shit like 
they had a special thing to play if I went into this level with this specific character and used this specific attack or whatever. Like, I, I always love that. And so seeing this has that energy to it, and that's really cool. Yeah, I was I was watching like a speedrun video today, and I, I feel like it's like one of the things they were talking about where like in a Mario game or something, you like go way out of bounds and you're like, oh, surely like the the devs like didn't mean for me to come here. Like I'm pulling one over them. And then you find like a one up or like a bunch of coins back there. And it's <laughs> kind of the devs like winking at you like, yeah, we knew you could you you could get back here. Maybe you could get back there. I don't know why you would, but you could. So we put a prize there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's 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 the it's the equivalent of checking under every waterfall and being like, oh, good, there is a little a little chest behind uh-huh. it, exactly where it should be. This this is very cool, and I like it a whole lot. Yeah, ten out of ten. I agree. These puzzles are great. Hell yeah! And uh, how do you feel about replayability on this one? Uh, I mean, ten out of ten. You could still like go in and do all the stuff. Yeah, everything's still hosted. Um, I think it's well documented on the uh, Game Detectives wiki, right? Yeah, yeah, it's well documented. The site is still up. I imagine you could still like go in and type in all the things. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and yeah, it still plays uh, weather noises that I had to mute partway through our conversation because yeah. they got a little too loud. Uh, but they have a button to mute it, so good site design. Well done. <laughs> And how, yeah, uh, last but not least, how fun is this one, Martin? Did you have a good time? Ten out- yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. This rules. Well, hell yeah. Uh, I'm. It's not very often that we find a, an ARG that, like, has been a hiatus, and I'm like, well, I hope we get to come back to this someday. But, like, this one, I, I hope that there's more that they do with, with Bloodlines and more, as stuff gets more finalizing the development process of that game i hope they come back to this because this is really cool and i'd love to see it in real time yeah i was like straight up i was not expecting to enjoy blood for trade this much because i was like oh yeah they made a sequel to like the funny vampire arc but like this is good yeah allison smith makes a good arc yeah this rules (laughs) allison you're doing great work keep it up (laughs) keep it up lady you're doing good Allison Smith, cousin to, cousin to Bethany Esda. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did you see that new indie game she put out recently? <laughs> oh, uh, do you want to get into recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. My recommendation is Bethany Esda's Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> new indie game. That, no. Uh, what do you got for us this week, Martin? Uh, my recommendation is a game that we played on the on the the extra life stream. Uh, because I watched Riley play it and I immediately went home and downloaded it and I've played I've probably logged like over ten hours. In Hell it yeah! Since... You're into Sonic 06? Yeah, absolutely. It's Sonic 06. <laughs> no, it's a it's Fuser. <laughs> yeah, I I have been uh putting off getting that because it looked really cool when Riley was playing it. Mm-hmm. What is it? How does it work? So it's a rhythm game by Harmonix, who made Guitar Hero. Um, and it is... Bi- so it's... You get, like, a... 
al- not like an album. You get kind of like a toolbox of different songs, um, and you basically play as a DJ, uh, and you're making mashups like in real time. Um, and I've mostly been playing like the it. It has like a campaign setting, um, okay. that will like add new like filters and instruments that you can use and like people in the crowd will like give you prompts and you earn points for like dropping in stuff from the songs that they'll prompt you to do okay but you have Um, to figure out like so like if someone says give me something from the 80s or something like that yeah yeah you have to figure out like what song works well with what i'm working with here and how do i replace something with the vocals for a devo song or something like yeah is exactly that, that's basically what you're or, doing that's cool yeah or they'll be like i want to hear like i want to hear uh violin and you'll have to be like okay which of the songs like in my deck right now have a violin <laughs> and like how do i drop that in and make that sound good so you say deck and that makes my ears perk up is it like do you collect songs as you go or how does it yeah, so you you basically earn points that you can use to unlock additional songs. Um and they also have like Guitar Hero and and uh Rock Band have like DLC like you can pay like real life money to unlock like um like certain packs of songs. Okay. Um, if you want to. Um I the base game has like a lot of songs in it already. Um I got some of the DLC just cuz I like wanted it cuz they were like songs that I like. Sure. Um but yeah, so you start you start with like I don't know how many songs unlocked. Um but you so and and then you can um pay with points to unlock more or you can do the DLC, but you go into every um every like stage quote unquote with um you're only allowed to put I think it's like 24 songs like in your deck quote unquote um and though and like those are the songs that you have to choose like from the instruments and the vocals and stuff so um at least in the campaign mode it will tell you what like the theme is for that specific set and it will preload a couple songs that you like aren't allowed to change and so you have to look at those and be like okay what will sound good with like like dance slash r&b songs that have like already been preloaded for me yeah, I know when I was watching, so Riley did like a thing at Extra Life and they played on their list of sources, they had like DMX and a couple other ones. Mm-hmm. You're just like, okay, yeah, if you're making a live mashup set, that works. But then they also had uh, Linger by yeah. the Cranberries, I think. Uh-huh. And I was like, how the hell is that going to fit into anything? And it kind of felt like it ended up being the MVP of the set for me. I don't know if it was just like the novelty of hearing linger in the middle of everything else, but just I was just like, oh hell yeah! Like it's what you can pull and work with other songs that you wouldn't think go with this. Yeah, they have like a crazy amount of like country songs in there. When I was like, I don't know that I'm ever gonna use these, and they've become like my favorite things to drop in the middle of a mix. Hell yeah! Is it if you have like the vocals from a song, do you have to worry about like? Oh whoops! I dropped this in in the middle of a verse or something like that. So it um that's kind of where the rhythm game part comes in. It will like prompt you to drop it like specifically on a downbeat or like when like one of the instruments has like a specific pickup and you earn more points for doing it that way. 
Um, okay. It also will modulate everything to a specific key, and you can change what key it's in. You can change if it's like in major or minor. You can also change the um, the beats per minute to make it faster or slower. Shit, I'm getting this right now. Oh god, I know. I gotta hang Wait, up I'm... this call so I can get into the user. I'm I'm finding a clip uh, of one that I I made that uh, I was really like hideously pleased with, and Alyssa was like, "Stop listening to that." <laughs> can you can you export the songs that you make with this? I don't actually know. So there's a there's a feature in the game that lets you save what they call a snapshot, which is like it will save that specific arrangement of like vocals, piano, bass, drum, whatever. And then you can load that into your deck and just have it for, if you want to drop it in the middle of a set. I don't know that there's anything where you can like directly export the song though. Okay. Um, and they do, they do also have just like an endless freestyle mode, which is what Riley did for extra life, uh, which is where you just kind of like, you load up your deck with just like songs you like and you just go forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I've been having fun with that too. Oh, I'm going to download Fuser. It's so good, Andrew. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> I I I feel like I had a recommendation, but now I'm just been blown out of the water <laughs> yeah. by yours. I'm just like I've never seen media in my life before. Um There was one that I did the other night where, like, I was playing the campaign mode, and one of, like, someone in the crowd was like, "I want to hear All Star by Smash Mouth," which I like always include in my deck, and I never use it. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, buddy, I'll play All Star by Smash." <laughs> it was like a mashup of like All Star and Don't Fear the Reaper, and it was like it, and it sounded like incredible. Hell yeah! I th- this is what I need, which is where a uh, a, a mashup game that i can't fail at because yeah. I, I feel like in the real world it's just like you can mix any any song with any song and it's like uh-oh um but in this it's like here's a curated list of songs that like we've worked to make sure that mm-hmm. they will be good to mash up with probably anything else on this list and will guide you in the right direction and automatically adjust pitch and beats to make sure that things match up correctly that sounds like it rules i need to check this out yeah, I mean, so in the campaign mode, like, you can fail out of things, but there, there's also a no-fail mode, which I turn on sometimes if I want to fuck around with stuff. <laughs> I love it's the good. idea you're just like, I'm going to play as the worst DJ in the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play the campaign mode and just go and do the worst sets of all time. <laughs> Well, I had tr- like I had trouble with, like, the, the beat drop thing at first, because... Um, there's like a slight delay in between like where you press the button to drop the thing and like where it Mm -hmm. actually drops. And like, once I got a feel for that, it was better. But like before I understood how to do it, I was like, Oh God, I'm failing out of all of these. (laughs) Cause you like lose points on the crowd meter. If you drop something off. Sure. (laughs) Well, cool. It's good. Go play Fuser. Hell rules. yeah. I'm going to have to check out Fuser. Um, meanwhile, my recommendation is... So a buddy of ours showed us <laughs> a clip of wrestling. 
Oh yeah, that that's my other recommendation. Is... Chris, stop listening. I, I don't think that the wrestling itself in the match is super compelling. Um, and that's my problem with like anytime I've tried to get into a wrestling thing is that I watch the match and I'm just like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. But the everyone should go and watch. Actually, hearing the name of this event is probably enough for a lot of people. But if you want to go watch the uh, the video promo for this event. Um, but it is a wrestling match called the Custody of Dominic Ladder Match. Yes. In which uh, Eddie Guerrera and another wrestler. It's it's uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio uh, wrestle for custody of Rey Mysterio's son, who it is revealed that Eddie Guerrero is the actual father of uh, the week before or whatever. Um, it is an event at SummerSlam in which they wrestle and fight to be the first one to climb up a ladder and unchain a briefcase that contains custody papers for a child. (laughs) And it is the best description I've ever heard of like why wrestling is fun to people. It's so fucking funny. It's like, so I, I said this on Twitter to Chris, but it's like, I enjoy it. And like, it's also like the exact cross section of like, shit that i enjoy and like shit that Alyssa and my my brother-in-law her uh her brother enjoy uh-huh. so we were invited to a thanksgiving thing at his uh his new place uh this past weekend and we ended up just like sitting in a room watching <laughs> the custody of dominic ladder because i had sent it to him like the night before or whatever uh, and he was, and he had watched it. I was talking about it to like one of his roommates, and so we all went upstairs to watch it. And people kept like walking into the room, being like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And like sitting down and, and getting absorbed in it. Yeah, I. Oh, I might include the uh, the audio from the from the the promo for it as our lead out music. This oh, week. please. Um. <laughs> On YouTube, apparently there is a, you know, react videos? Uh-huh. There's Rey Mysterio and Dominic reacting to the, oh, I the saw ladder that. match on YouTube. I haven't watched it. I, I saw it, though. <laughs> just saw that it ex- exists, but... God, yeah, you should, wa- honest... you should watch that and then immediately watch the episode of Grey's Anatomy that we watched right after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the episode of Grey's Anatomy with a bomb squad, where uh, there's a patient with a bomb inside of him. Uh, go watch. We we did an event where every person submitted a an episode of a thing to watch, and uh, it led to a weird night of content. But those those I think stood out. <laughs> yeah, this was our that was our like post extra life activity. A bunch of us just like sat around to watch episodes of each other's like favorite things. <laughs> It's a good or not like not like favorite things, but like everyone put in like what they thought was like a very good like half hour to hour of television that they wanted to watch with everyone. It's a good party to host with your friends. That's that's what I'm pitching is next time uh, uh, PowerPoint presentation nights. Those are done. Those are over. No one gives a shit about those parties anymore. Everyone brings half an hour of television and shows that off. That's the new hit thing. I'm going to bring One Piece episode 309 next time, because that's how you get hyped up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's going to do it for us in this episode. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, in that case, 
if you want to find us, you can get a hold of us on Twitter. We are together at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corpse Survivors. And if you want to send us an email, you can get a hold of us at ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we read everything that comes in. We don't respond to everything. But uh, yeah, feel free to send us a message there. Um, while we're taking a minute, I want to thank everyone that was really supportive of us at Extra Life. Uh, you all came out and did a great job of just watching and donating and supporting us. Um, I also want to shout out that we were really blessed to be um, helped out by uh, Night School Studio, who developed Oxenfree. And the Game Band, who are the developers of Blaseball, um, who've been covered on our show before, but they uh, donated game codes for their codes for the event. So I just want to give a one last shout out to them for donating those. It was really cool of them to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Extra Life was good. Thank you guys for like supporting us and hanging out with us on the stream. Yeah. Extra Life ruled. Uh, and I'm excited and already like jotting down notes to play yeah. and make it better for next year <laughs> yep <laughs> hell yeah all right well until next time that's args baby Have you ever watched the anime called One Piece? Yeah, Joe. I watch for a podcast that we do. What? You know, we are watching One Piece. I started watching it so you could rewatch it, and then we talk about it sometimes. I I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't do it super frequently. Once a month at best. Did you forget? We analyze the story and discuss the show's themes, characters, compare it to other media, and how it provides an allegory for real-life politics and events. I, I must have forgotten. What, where can I listen to remind myself? You can listen at the Orange Groves Podcast Network or search for We Are Watching One Piece in your favorite podcast app. What's a podcast? Podcast.